Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Power Live TV broadcast, Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It's Monday. Monday morning. Monday Happy morning. Monday. Happy Monday. Not Monday. Monday. Hey, hey. I hit myself twice. Go again. Right. Uh, nothing new about that. Yeah. Happy Monday. Marvelous Monday. Miracle Monday. Matchmaker Monday. <laughs> you didn't get a reaction out of me on the first one, so you had to just keep going. I have to right? keep working. I have to work it. Good, good job. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice, rejoice and, and be glad in yeah. We are um we are coming off of our Sunday high. Yep. Yeah. Sunday was good. Sunday was good. What y'all uh okay, I was, gonna, I was trying to see if he see what I'm up to? Quick live chat over there. Uh mm-hmm. Gigi Tap said magical Monday. Magical Monday. Yeah. Money Monday. Ma- Money. Marvelous Monday. Money Monday. Miracle Monday. Yeah, I say miracle. See, I see you in Pentecost. I heard, but no, 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 no. I'm not gonna give you a pass. Okay. Nope, no pass today. No worries. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not worried. (laughs) Good morning, Shirley Hughes, Young, Gigi Taps, Carla Bro. Good morning. Let's get it out. Uh, Let's get the video out. Let's share it. Get it out to as many people as you can. Let's see the likes. Let's see the loves. If you're on YouTube, give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Make sure if you do hit the subscribe, uh, make sure you hit the bell, the hit notification. The bell. The notification. Bell. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Carla, for the lo- for the loves. For the loves. Good morning, Sister Robbie. Good morning, Miss Robbie. She said Magnificent Monday. Magnificent Monday. Yeah. But I was just thinking, you know, we might have to do a new segment called Money Monday. That's a good idea. Just uh, on Mondays. Use that time for financial advice. Financial advice. That's good. Would idea. y'all like that? Let us know if you would like that. Uh, Monday mornings we do money money Monday. Money Monday. Money Monday. Yeah. Let us know if y'all like that. Uh, let's see. We're still on the subject of. Um, you got a frog in your throat. <clears throat> we're still on the subject of conflict resolution, mm-hmm. and uh, we've been talking about that for some time now, yes. and I think we're starting to wrap it up. We've been giving you the uh, seven keys on uh yeah seven keys is it seven keys yeah seven keys on uh, how to resolve conflict mm-hmm. and um, we started off talking about how <laughs> <laughs> what they say they said I look pretty in pink pretty in pink all right uh, did anybody say they would like the money Mondays nope not one person not one person <laughs> oh, okay. Well, fine. We won't do it then. Get me out of conflict. <laughs> I've been teaching on uh, oh teaching God. on staying out of offense on Sundays, and it's, it's been really good. You know, a lot of people have been changed by um, how we need to get out of offense and don't don't let offense. I I, block, I will block, concur. Block our blessings because people have been walking up to me and saying how they've had opportunities for offense Mm -hmm. and since you know they were just taught on staying out of offense they decided 
to take the high road. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I believe that's a, a very good thing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, talking about marriage and family and the life skill of conflict resolution, uh, some of the things that we talked about is um, – you know, um, out of Matthew 5 and 9 in the New Living Translation, God blesses those who work for peace, uh, for they will be called the children of God. So one of the marks of a believer and a follower of Christ is that they're peacemakers. And so we are we are called not to be in conflict. We're not conflict makers. We're peacemakers. That's right. That's right. Uh, at all. I say at all costs, we should try to get to a place of peace. Yes. But I, I would like to say it this way at all costs to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, killing your own flesh. We had a very good comment on there one day and somebody said, we're not called to be conflict makers, mm-hmm. but peacemakers. Mm-hmm. And so I want to thank you guys for your comments. Mm-hmm. We actually do read them. Yeah. And I thought that was a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in uh, the things about peacemaking, some of the misconceptions about peacemaking, is that uh, peacemakers are not always avoiding conflict. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you're not running away from the problem. Yeah, you, you cannot make peace by avoiding the conflict. Yeah. You can't do it. Another uh, thing about, another misconception about peacemaking is that a peacemaker is not a coward. They're mm-hmm. not afraid. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not afraid to confront a situation. Yeah. You know, how many times have we come across a situation that is kind of like, mm, I just rather not. Oh, I I have several times. You know, sometimes, you know, it's easier for me to avoid a conflict. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you're afraid of of the outcome. Sometimes I'm more afraid of the outcome. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes I'm thinking, oh, you know, they're going to push my buttons and I'm going to go off. Mm -hmm. I really don't want to go off. Yeah. That's how I think. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes. I'm not afraid of you. I'm afraid of me. Well, yeah, sometimes I do feel like that. I, I'm 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 more afraid of what I'm going to do or say mm-hmm, <laughs> if mm-hmm. I get angry enough. Yeah. So I'd rather not be in the conflict. Right. Uh, and then the third thing, third misconception of peacemaking is that a peacemaker is not always appeasing. Yeah, always giving in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, codependency, mm-hmm. giving up on uh, in a conflict peace at any price Mm. now a while back or maybe a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how to confront an issue by keeping the treachery out of your heart and keeping the offense out of your heart and the bible says in luke 17 if a person offends you Mm -hmm. rebuke them Mm -hmm. in other words let them know right you need to let a person know when they've hurt you yeah just talk about it yeah it's so much easier just to talk about it and resolve a matter Mm -hmm. uh i was talking to a saint yesterday and she said why is it every time that there's a conflict you know that it it gets to a point of being nasty and she was talking about on her job Mm -hmm. and i thought you know that is so true. You know, why do people get so treacherous yeah. on their job? You know, you don't have to rise to the top by putting people down. down. Right. Come that's on. a horrible way to rise to the top. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, that's a, a great way to keep conflict in your life because the seeds you sow will be the harvest you reap. Mm. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. So um, you, I think a lot of times it gets nasty because... When a person is letting you know they're hurting, 
Right. Defensiveness kicks kicks in. It does. It really does. And and, and when now I'm defensive mm-hmm. because I don't want you to see my weakness. I don't want you to see how, you know, you know, I I, I just don't understand. A person is letting you know that they're hurting mm-hmm. and you're you're trying to get back and tell them how much you hurt, you know. Right. And it's I, like a like it's a contest. I'm hurting more than you're hurting. Yeah, yeah. Well your hurt is not as big as my hurt. Yeah, whenever yeah. a person is coming to you with their hurts, you know, you might think it's a time for you to offload your own hurts, mm-hmm. but that's actually a time for you to listen and empathize. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So, yeah, I think we kind of sometimes have it all wrong mm-hmm. on how we should respond. Right. Uh, so the seven steps that we've given uh, to resolving a conflict, you want to go through those real quickly? Well, the first one is make the first move. Do not wait for the other person to come to you. Mm-hmm. You go to them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's a it's a you know, it's the first step in re- in reconciliation mm. is to not run away from the problem. Yeah. Uh I think you should take enough time to pray. Mm. I always think you should pray before you get into any conflict. Well, or any conversation. Uh if you're trying to resolve a conflict, you yeah. should ask God how you should respond. Yeah. You should ask, you know, the Bible says this, acknowledge the Lord in all of your ways. Mm-hmm. So if you're acknowledging him in all of your ways, then you're asking him for direction yeah. before you go down any path. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you want to do is, you know, I would say pray first and then make the first move. Don't keep waiting for the other person to apologize first. Yeah. Uh, the Bible says pursue peace, not yeah. wait for peace to fall into your lap. Yeah. You know, when, when you're in a conflict. You should pray. You should ask the Lord to uh, give you the words. You know, a lot of times I think we don't hear a person. We don't hear a person's hurt. We're just listening to the words and we're listening to respond. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I had to teach myself this, you know, Mm -hmm. while, while we're in a conversation, slow down and say, Holy Spirit. Now, how do I, what do I say here? Mm. You know, what do I, what, what do you want me to do here? Should I, um, should I, uh, you know, how how should I respond? You know, and and I think the best way to to handle that talk is not react, but respond. But respond. Yeah, reaction is always based on emotion. It's mm-hmm. always based on the first knee jerk emotion you feel, and usually the first thing you feel mm-hmm. <laughs> is not peace. Yeah. Right. It's usually anger. Yeah. Anger is a mask for a much deeper emotion. Always know that. Mm. Anger is a mask for a much deeper emotion. So yeah. whenever you feel angry, just know that there's something you need to sit back and figure out before you go and react. You want to respond. A response is based on thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's based on on civilized thought mm-hmm. is based on intelligent thought. Mm-hmm. So you should always take time to think. So step one is make the first move. Step number two, ask God for wisdom. Right. And and the and the co uh or the subheading is plan a peace conference. Mm-hmm. Now you might say, well plan a peace conference, what does that mean? That means you're gonna plan a time with that person to talk. You're gonna you're gonna not have a conflict with your spouse in bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then the bedroom becomes a place of conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time you lay in the bed, you're not going to be thinking about, mm-hmm. you know, loving your spouse and hugging your spouse. You're going to be thinking about 
what they said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What they said. Mm-hmm. What they said that hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. What they did that hurt your feelings. Right. That's a horrible time and place to talk. Don't mm-hmm. talk at night when you're tired. Mm-hmm. You know, try to have a talk when you're fresh. Yeah. I, I say go and plan a date. You know, and it may not necessarily be that you go go out to a restaurant because it's too loud or you don't want to go to a movie because you're not going to talk, but plan a date. Maybe go sit in the car, go to a park and, and just talk to each other. You know, uh, a lot of times the environment that you're in could be toxic mm. and you may need to go to a new environment. Right. And, uh, and, and one thing you and I used to do, we used to get in the car and drive. Yes. We would well, just go somewhere. That is a great time to talk. If you have to have a serious conversation, plan a road trip mm-hmm. and drive for a long distance. Mm-hmm. I recall that we would do this. We would argue all the way mm-hmm. to wherever we were going mm-hmm. And we would be kissing and making up on the way home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was always a great thing to do. It's something about that closed-in environment. You, you could, can't run you away. Can, you can't run away from each other. <laughs> you just got to work it out, you know. But I think a lot of times people get in the car and they just think, I'm just thinking about my destination or I'm thinking about the music that's on the radio. I'm thinking about what I'm doing on my phone. <laughs> and they don't talk to each other. You know, but use that time to reconnect. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's the here's the vinegar step. I'm going to ask somebody to please write down the steps. Yeah, because I have somebody on the line who cannot uh, who's at work Work and they can't write them down and can't write write this information down. But they want the steps. So step one, begin the conversation, uh, uh, take the make the first step. Number two, ask God for wisdom and plan a peace conference. Yeah. Uh, step number three, uh, this is the vinegar one. <laughs> Begin the conversation with what is my, my fault? fault. Mm. What does that do? It takes the blame out of your conversation. Do you realize that the first sin of the garden was blame? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blame transfer. Blame transfer. Mm-hmm. If Adam and Eve had just fessed up mm-hmm. and and just repented to God, maybe uh, the whole world wouldn't be in the state that yeah, it's in. That's right. The Bible says uh, that you are subject to whom you obey, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, either to death or to life. So if they had decided to turn away from death, in that moment and turn towards life. Mm-hmm. I believe that God would have given them oh, life. Yeah, would have restored them. Given them the, the Zoe life that they had before, the mm-hmm. abundant and eternal life. Yeah. But no, instead they decided to deny the problem by saying it was somebody else's fault. Right. Right. And so when you begin step number three, begin the conversation with what is your fault. Mm. Okay, step number four is when the other person responds. Listen for the hurt and not the words. So good. Listen for the hurt. Yeah. And so, you know, why do we listen for the hurt? Because a lot of times people will say words that will hurt our feelings Mm -hmm. in in this peace conference. And what we want to do is respond to those words. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. (laughs) You know, that's easier said than done when I first heard this. So defensive. Yeah, that was easier said than done. I remember the time, you know, you and I was you, 
we had, I think just got off the phone with somebody and, 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 uh, you looked at me and you said, babe, you were a little bit defensive in, in that conversation. I was like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and you just kind of looked at me and I'm like, okay, <laughs> if you say so, but you were a defensive and see, nobody wants to hear what's there all fault. we really yeah. want is for somebody to tell us we were right yeah you know but what did we say yesterday if what you're hearing from god is only things that you want to hear you may not be hearing from god you may not be hearing from god because a lot of times god is going to correct you and he's going to he's going to show you say no 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 you're 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 operating from the wrong motive you're operating from the wrong spirit <laughs> Listen for the hurt. Well, there's a reason that the Bible calls us children of God. Yeah, it's because true. he wants to instruct us. Yeah, there are no he, adults of God. He yeah. wants to correct us. Yeah, come on. He wants to impart to us his nature. And adults have a hard time receiving. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they are set in their ways Ooh. right now. <laughs> so so you, you there there is an emotion behind the words and so rather than respond to the words you want to respond to the emotion mm -hmm. listen i know i hurt you mm -hmm. i know you are i know you're feeling hurt mm -hmm. listen for that yeah yeah listen for that yeah so good you know i know you're heartbroken behind that mm -hmm. listen for that yeah and respond to that yeah you know wow so so um such a great uh, and, and then now we're, now we're on step five, <laughs> mm -hmm. step five. We have not given you this step yet. So what we want to do in this part is speak the truth tactfully. Yeah. Did we mention yeah, this? Yeah, we mentioned this. We got onto this, I think Friday. So, so right here, we want to, we want to tell the truth of the situation, mm -hmm. not just your truth, mm -hmm. but but be able to speak about the subject mm -hmm. with kindness. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, sometimes a person's nature is to be harsh. Mm -hmm. When you want to make a point, sometimes, especially, you know, we were raised in that environment. When you have something strong to say, you raise, you your, raise voice. your voice. And now I have a tendency, even if I have something very strong to say, I'll lower my voice. Mm -hmm. I have to, had to train myself to lower my voice mm -hmm. because, you know, people respond better to gentleness yeah, that's than right. harshness. You can catch more flies with honey than vinegar. You've heard that saying, and it's because it is the sweetness. The Bible talks about how the sweetness of, of lips increases learning. learning. Yeah, come on. You want people to understand your mm -hmm. perspective. You want people to understand your heart. Well, mm -hmm. if you say it harshly, mm -hmm. it will be received harshly. Yeah. And, so uh, or it may not be received or they'll only receive a, receive a portion of what you say while rejecting the rest of what you say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so don't be proud about telling it, telling it like it is. Uh, that's just rude. You know, if you, Say it offensively, they will receive it. Listen to this defensively. Mm -hmm. That's right. Defensive. If you say it offensively, they will receive it defensively. Mm -hmm. It's all in how they hear it. It's all in how it says, it's mm -hmm. all in how they hear it. So it's just as important how you say things as what you say. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 4 and 15 says this speak the truth in love. Uh, you are never. Uh, 
persuasive by being abrasive. Mm. How y'all like those sayings? Mm. You're never persuasive by being abrasive. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you wrap the truth in love, it is received. In other words, you want a person to receive the truth. You want them to receive your perspective. You want them to know what you went through as well. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to have to wrap it up in love. Mm -hmm. You wrap it up in hate and they will spit it out. Kind of like giving your dog that worm medicine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't wrap it up in some cheese or some bacon or something, they want to. And eat. you better wrap it up well. Yeah, because our dog had a tendency to, to sniff it out. I don't care out. if you put peanut butter on that yeah, thing. Yeah, she would sniff it out. <laughs> All the peanut butter be gone. But yeah, pill but be that there. pill be sitting there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> some people, this is Proverbs 12 and 18. Some people make cutting remarks, but. The words of the wise, and how many of y'all say, I'm wise? Mm -hmm. Well, if you're wise, your words bring healing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If every time you have something to say, you bring forth a conflict, then you don't have healing words. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. I want to read that scripture you said earlier about Proverbs 16 and 21. It's so good because uh, we we read it, the, the wise in heart will be called prudent. And the sweetness of the lips increases learning. But look at the Amplified. It says, the wise in heart are called prudent, understanding, and knowing. And winsome speech increases learning in both the speaker and the listener. Mm. So now I'm learning something by speaking to you with kindness. Oh, wow. I'm learning, so- I'm learning something mm-hmm. by speaking to you with uh, gentleness. Mm. So true. I'm learning how to win, win your soul. Um, yes. You know, we, we make soul winning be about going out on Mardi Gras, you know, going, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we make soul winning going knocking on people's door and saying, Handing would you, out tracks. Yeah, would you like to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior? No, soul winning is about winning a person's soul. Well, how do I do that? I win it over with the sweetness of lips. <laughs> I would love to go soul winning with you again. Man. You know, we used to do I was this good. so often. I was good. It's something we haven't done in a while. Mm-hmm. I used to walk up to him. I used to be like, hey, man, where you going to go if you die? They look at me like, huh? What? <laughs> do you even know where you going to go if you die? I just had a doctor's appointment. And they, they what say, are you trying to say? They'll, they'll say heaven, I guess. Well, how would you like to know? You know, I mean, wouldn't you like to know if you're going to go? So I was pretty good. Anyway. So Ephesians 4 and 29, this is the New Living Translation. You're going to like this. Don't use foul or abusive language. Oh, that's good. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to To those those who who hear hear them. So good. So it's telling, this is instruction. Mm -hmm. It's saying, listen, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, don't let your 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 words be foul or abusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, leave some words out of your vocabulary. Mm. That means this: leave some words out of your vocabulary when you're talking to your husband or you talking to your wife. The word divorce mm-hmm. needs to be left out of your vocabulary. That's good. That's good. Uh, you know, you might think it's an idle threat. 
to say, if you don't act right, I'm going to divorce you. Mm. But when you introduce that word, you have to know that words are seeds. Mm -hmm. This is why we pray over our offerings. Mm -hmm. We always pray over our offerings because we recognize that words are seeds. Mm -hmm. And we always attach the word of God to our financial seed. That's right. Because then it has the power to grow. That's right. Well, you wouldn't want to use that word on your financial seed Mm because what's going to happen? Multiplication, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you don't want that. So don't say that. We've been doing confessions before the beginning of services as well. And people have come back with testimonies. Oh, my goodness. You mm-hmm. know, and we, we'll make this statement that, uh, that you know, you know, this is a supernatural church composed of supernatural people doing supernatural things. Mm-hmm. And and supernatural doesn't necessarily mean you raising the dead or, know. you know, or you calling down <laughs> fire from heaven. Supernaturally means that, I, hey, my, my marriage is being restored because I'm yes, speaking the right words. Because I've asked the Holy Spirit to come yeah. in. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is a supernatural force. force. Yeah. And I'm supernaturally having my, my relationships or my finances restored because I'm confessing the right words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so... You know, the word divorce is a weapon of mass destruction for marriage. Mm. You don't want want a toxic relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Then do not sow toxic seeds. That's good. Divorce is a toxic seed. Mm -hmm. It's a nuclear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. a nuclear bomb, Mm -hmm. you know, in 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 an argument. Right. And it's not a fair fight when, you know, you come into a gun fight with a nuclear bomb. Yeah. yeah. You uh, destroy everything. The nuclear bomb destroys everything. That's good. You know, so leave that. And even for generations, it de- it destroys. You know, uh, I heard the story of a, of a guy, is it Chernobyl? Is it Chernobyl? Chernobyl. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where there was some kind of bomb drop there or yeah, something. Yeah, a nuclear. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, I think it's the atomic bomb. And something about years later. Mm-mm. You know, they still have effects from that bomb being dropped. Yeah. Years later, you yep. know, and you Even think after that, all the cleanup. And yeah. All the- and you would you would think that, you know, trees growing or whatever, whatever has come in that spot, that things would be OK, but it's still affecting, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't think that your divorce is affecting your, it, kids. your kids. Actually, this is the philosophy of man. That if we divorce, then our kids get to see us live a happy life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I know there are some abusive situations that you do need to get your children out for, for yeah. protection. Yeah, yeah. And there are even some emotional situations where a person can be so harsh and so emotionally uh, oppressive that you you need to protect yourself from the harm of it. Now, mm-hmm. a situation like that, there is... Uh, you know, the Bible does cover you in a situation like that where you need to leave when when your spouse makes it impossible for you to live mm-hmm, with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, you know, there's a, you know, an excuse for for a divorce, you know, mm-hmm. in a situation like that, in a in a case of abuse or yeah. adultery, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, there's a, there's grounds for divorce and there's also forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, because we have to acknowledge the fact that the Bible says that what God puts together, let no man tear apart. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a breaking of a promise mm-hmm. when when we get divorced. We have to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
before God, you know, and he forgives. Yeah. He's a merciful and kind God. But mm-hmm. then now when we go forward with this in mind, then we can't keep making this same mistake. That's right. That's At right. some point we have to decide, you know what? That was it for me. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I, I want to just add this and I know our time is just about up, but I want to add this. Think about somebody else other than yourself. Mm. You know, stop. You know, we have this huge divide going on in this land and and it's all because people are so self-centered and so selfish and divorce you know if it's if it's not because of some toxic situation yeah jesus was even approached with the same situation uh back in his day that we see today mm-hmm. people are just divorcing for whatever reason right i don't love them anymore well it happened I, in it, moses's day yeah, yeah they yeah. mentioned it in the book of malachi right exactly uh, here jesus was in in uh matthew 19 he talked about it again mm-hmm. and yeah. even even in the uh in the new testament first corinthians 11 uh they they addressed it again so all throughout the bible they're yeah. talking about divorce yeah and we have we have a lot of mindsets in these last days that just want things their way mm-hmm. and then i think true. they're not thinking about the next person you well, know i think sometimes yeah th- that selfishness gets in and one person makes you know usually it's it's one person being extremely selfish or sometimes it's two selfish people mm-hmm. it happens like that sometimes but you make each other's life miserable, miserable. Yeah. and you know you have a choice in every situation mm-hmm. you could make your marriage like a garden of Eden. you could yeah. You could. Yeah. If if you thought about the other person, you thought about God, you thought about being kind, sometimes your spouse is not going to be in the right frame of mind. Mm-hmm. So does that mean you have to take on the wrong mindset as well? Or can you be the one who is the catalyst mm-hmm. for peace and love and harmony and joy in your marriage? Can you walk in love even if the other person is not? Come on. Now, you know, we're talking about using the word divorce, you know, walking in that thing. But, you know, during the Cold War between the United States and Russia, uh, we may are the Soviet Union. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. really the same. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, we made a treaty, sort of a treaty that during this Cold War, we would not use weapons of mass destruction. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we wanted to preserve life even if we had a conflict. We said maybe even if we have a disagreement, we should not get so deep into our disagreement that we destroy each other. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to your marriage, you need to ban weapons of mass destruction. We might have an argument. We might have a fight. We might have a conflict. Mm -hmm. But one thing that's off limits is the weapons of mass destruction. We're not going to allow any nuclear things into our speech or into our marriage. That's right. We got to stop. We got to stop. I'm sorry. (laughs) Our time is up. We love you today. I pray that you receive this word today. It's been a good one. Uh, Go back and watch it. Make make sure you go share it. And uh, it's going to help you. Amen. Let us speak a word over you today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The The Lord Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Amen. Amen.